T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Jared Payton. I hear my name again, and I'm like... Who's calling me? So I look back at the people working, and it's not them. It's this guy that's sitting down right by the door, and he goes, Jared, man, man, I love you on the score, man. It's so awesome. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm gonna be on at nine o'clock. Tune in. The son of sweetness. One man, one career, one team for two hundred. Walter Payton, thirteen seasons for the these. Deanna. Who are the Chicago Bears? The Bears, yes. Sports anchor for WGN, former running back great. Peyton again, already two touchdowns. There it is. There's the touchdown. The Jared Payton Show today. Jared Payton with Mully and Haw on 670 The Score. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Always fun to talk to Jared Payton, and he joins us now. On the score hotline, powered by IBEW Local 9, Chicago's original powerhouse since 1892. Jarek, good morning. How you doing? You know I'm doing great, Molly. Uh, Ha, what's going on, guys? It's always a pleasure to talk with you. Are we starting off and talking about some uh, Blue Demon basketball right now? (laughs) Well, you got a thought? You have thoughts on Blue Demon basketball? Who do you want? (laughs) Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. We were talking about it last night. Uh, Dwayne Peavy, I, 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 uh, listen, I respect him for what he had to do. It's not, it's not easy. I I've had over the years had a chance to know Tony Stubblefield and listen, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a rough go. And, uh, he's a, he's a great man, but this is a program that has a lot of history, right. Uh, dating back to back in the day. And it just, it makes me think of that. We live in the city of Chicago where there's so much talent in the in, in basketball and we can't find a way to be able to keep kids you know homegrown kids here and i think that's going to be one of not only the nil which to me is is huge now because you have to have that to be able to compete but also being able to find the right person that has those connections with kids here in the city to say you don't have to go x you don't have to go to duke you don't have to go to kentucky you can stay home and if you can find a group of young men to be able to do that, um, I think that's what's going to help kind of get it back on t- on track and get them hopefully, you know, back to respectability. Because right now it's uh, it, it's tough for DePaul basketball. I, I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday and he said, and, I, I, you know, I don't agree with this necessarily, but he compared the Bears with DePaul as what? as the idea was. The Bears are living in the 1940s, celebrating how great they were, and the uh, the Paul Blue Dreamers are living in the Mark Aguirre era, 
era celebrating how relevant they stuck were stuck in the past that's i've that's, heard that that is the comment and that, that compar- was made in a, a comparison in a critical way right absolutely and, and just what you said there about the local players and all that stuff that's more the case yeah. than than what we're talking about with the bears but just this idea insular yes well it, it comes back to you know kind of man it's it's rough right because i have this i mean people that are home they're listening on the radio can't see but if you're on the on the stream i i got this trophy behind me the one that my my dad got two lombardi trophies after he won and two small ones i have one my sister has one and it always goes back to 85 and because that's where i think bears fans had the most joy and so we're holding on to that because we can't we don't have any other joy we thought in 06 it was it could happen it was going to happen and it didn't and so we just rely on that 85 team. And it's funny because talking to Jim McMahon, that was one of the things that I always ask him. I'm like, yo, like you, you get, you talk about that 85 season so much. And I know how special it was, but he always stops me. He's like, man, I want to, I want to talk about another championship. I I, I want to, I want another Lombardi trophy and I want to celebrate another team to be able to do it, not just go back to what we did back in 85. So it's telling, and it's not just him. It's a lot of those guys that on that team that I still have conversations with. All right, Jared. So how does hiring Shane Waldron to call plays for whoever is the quarterback next year, <laughs> how does hiring Shane Waldron help you get closer to that championship? I, Dave, I, if I knew that, I would uh, – I've been trying to break this thing down. I think that's – I think Shane Waldron was hired because he either is going to help Justin Fields in his fourth season figure it out and – be that mentor to him, or he's going to be able to hopefully kind of mold Caleb Williams or whoever they, whoever they pick at number one to, to be that franchise quarterback. I think from the conversations, Dave, that I've had with people around the league that either know him or have been around him, everything that Matt Eberflus was talking about of being a, a good coach and then also just a, a, a person that can kind of collaborate and also help people maximize their talent. That's what I've been hearing from multiple people. So I, it wasn't one of these things that made me jump out of my seat going, yes, Shane Waldron's here, but his resume and where he comes from and uh, the the McVay tree and, and all the places that he's been and also the quarterbacks that he's helped around along the way it does give me hope that he has uh, the the ability to be able to mold whatever quarterback is going to be underneath center for the Bears. I think that's a great point, Jared. I, I don't think that you look at this hire and say, wow, they're definitely drafting a quarterback because this guy's going to develop him. Or you don't say, you know, he can get the quarterback on the move and he can do some things. He's perfect for Justin Fields. I think those things may be true. I think he may be really good with Fields, maybe really good with whoever they take, but I do believe that he has an ability. He's been a play caller in the league before. I love mm-hmm. a guy who's got a little bit of a track record, and he's worked with a defensive-minded coach before, and he's not afraid to run the football. I think that there are some things here that balance this hire nicely. Yeah, and – Molly, I really do. I I love the fact that he's been a play caller. Uh, I also, I guess to me, I think that was one of the biggest issues that I had with Luke Getze is that he ain't really done it before in the league. And so if you're trying to figure out your job 
And then you have a quarterback that's trying to figure things out too. How, how does that relationship truly like benefiting both of you guys? Cause as a, as a coordinator, you're really trying to make sure things are right as you're playing, calling plays. And if things aren't going right, then you're worried about what you got to do. And I think with Shane, he, he's cool, calm and collected from those conversations and that he will be able to mentor whatever quarterback is underneath center. And I think one of the biggest, if you look at the opposites of him and where this bears offense was and his play calling and the bears offense, it's that, that run to pass ratio. And um, just to kind of look where the bears were last year, when you talk about over the last two years, when it comes to running the football to, to how many passes of, of being one, like 27th in the league. I mean, it's, it's crazy. In, in in the past game, but running the ball, he it's kind of flip flop for him. So I want to see how he mixes this offense with ever quarterback. And I think that's the thing that's mind boggling because we don't know who the quarterback's going to be. And so we can't kind of start pinpointing where they're going to go. And we're all kind of sitting in limbo, which uh, is the reason why I've been asked the question, what are they going to do with Justin Fields? They're going to keep him or go Caleb Williams. I've heard that over 400 times over the last week from people <laughs> outside. I'm not joking with you. From from the the referee refereeing my son's basketball game uh, last weekend to to a, a nice grandma at the store who was just coming down and said she's been a Bears fan as long as I've been alive. So it's uh it's crazy, but that's the question that everybody wants to know, and I wish I had the answer. Let me ask you another question, Jared. Okay, the the chicken or the egg football question. In your mind, does an elite wide receiver mm. make a quarterback better, or would you rather have an elite quarterback who makes your receiver or receivers better? If you had to pick one multiplier, if you will, on an offense, which position, which player would be the most impactful? Oh, definitely the the quarterback that makes everybody better. Uh, that it's it's just easy, and I I get it. Because Dave, that's one that's been one of my arguments is that we've, you know, all of us have had conversations about when it comes to Justin Fields, is that he needs more help around him. And you need you need more receivers. And I kind of go back to looking at why he was so successful at Ohio State. Man, he he had dudes make his job a lot easier. And that's not to take away from his talent at all. Um, I love Justin, huge fan. But I think that's what he was accustomed to. He didn't have to. There were games where he did have to, you know, put the team on his back when he was at Ohio State. But he always had really good skill position players around him. And I think it makes you feel a little bit more comfortable when you're throwing the ball up to a guy like DJ Moore or Marvin Harrison Jr. Because, you know, even when they're covered, they're not covered. That they, they can go get the ball and it makes it easy. And I think from the beginning for Justin – being here in Chicago was the one thing that quarterbacks always have a struggle with is turn the ball over. And those windows get a little bit close. They get it's smaller in the NFL of like making it and, and making that decision to throw, like, should I throw this? Like eh, it's kind of dicey, but when you have a guy, that's why he, you know, he always would throw to DJ because he knew like, yo, this dude, even though he's, he's covered, he's, he's still got a chance to be able to get the ball. So at some point in the NFL, Dave, your quarterback is going to have to do that. Your quarterback is going to have to maybe guys are going to be injured. He's got to he's got to be able to win you games. And I've always said that when you have a quarterback, three three games out of the year, 
they're going to have to put a, put you on the back and and carry you to the finish line. And um, so, but I would always take the quarterback that would be able to uh, make everybody else better. So, along those lines, who you taking this weekend, Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson? Oh man, I Molly, I have a hard time betting against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Um, he's I've been to the Super Bowl. I've I've watched every Super Bowl he's played in. I know what he's capable of. I, but there's something about Lamar and company where they are. He he's he's playing at a different level right now, and that Ravens team just seems balanced to me. So if I had to choose as of right now, and I haven't made my decisions yet, I'm actually going to make them tonight. I'm going to make it early. I'll, I'll I think I'm going to go with the Ravens. I think the Ravens and the other game, I'm telling you right now, I it, it's a little dicey to me. Everybody wants to pick the 49ers, and rightfully so, offensively, Debo Samuel being hurt and his 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 play kind of determines whether to me whether they win or lose this game. They're so much more dynamic with him and with the play calls. They can run the football with with Christian McCaffrey, and he is he's going to give you 100 yards and a couple touchdowns or at least one touchdown a game. But it comes down to the quarterback. Brock Purdy is the guy that is the wild card. And I don't know which Brock Purdy is going to show up. Maybe the one that's going to gift footballs over to the lines that could happen. And if that's the case, there hasn't been, out of those two teams, the Lions have been the more balanced team all year long. So I, 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 as much as I think that everybody thinks they're going to get blown out, it, Brock Purdy to me is still the wild card in that game. As Bears royalty, does it hurt you to root for the Lions? <laughs> no, no. They're likable, right, Jerry? I mean, it's hard no. not to like that team. Listen, I'm going to say this on, on Chicago Airwaves right now. I was hoping it was going to be Packers and Lions. Like, I didn't – I I want us to have that feeling. I want us to see teams in our division and what they're doing because it puts a spotlight on where we need to be and where we need to get to. I There's, there's no hiding this anymore. Like – we have to be competitive and we're looking at other teams in this division that we're in that are making strides that are getting better. And listen, hats off to this organization for winning seven games. I give it to them because it was three the year before. So there was improvement, but when it comes down to getting to the big dance, wherever it is every single year that everybody's watching, I, I, I want us to have, I want us to have that feeling like that. We need to be there. Like this needs to be us. And if we're not contending like these other teams, then we need to figure it out because time is is moving fast and teams are getting better. And looking at 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 what um, Jordan Love and that young offense is doing, and they'll find a way to get better on defense. I know they will. But then also what the Lions are doing and Dan Campbell, they got something going too. We need to be in that conversation with those two teams because those are the two teams we have to see twice a year. Both of them. And um, yeah, it doesn't hurt me to root for any for those teams. That's where we need to be. I want to root for us. I want to root for the Bears being in that position. Um, you know, the Packers fired Joe Barry, who was their defense coordinator. They did that this morning. And you look at them getting their offense together. I, I know this is a this is kind of a worst case scenario, but Guy texted earlier saying the minute he heard that, he thought, oh, my God, is 
Chico going to end up in Green Bay because oh. Ron Rivera has interviewed oh. with the Eagles. That would be a nightmare if they were to bring in a popular I ex-bear. Who, I, I was like, that. I nearly faded when I saw that one. I just got chills when you said that. <laughs> I I might have to call I might have to call Chico today to yeah. tell him to stay. Hey, stay away. Just just stay away. I mean, listen. When I got that phone call, and from my agent asking me to go to just to go work, try out for Green Bay when I got released from uh, the Tennessee Titans, I was like, his name was Lance Riddle. That was my uh, my my agent. I looked. I called him. I said, right, Lance, I can't do it, dude. He's like, why? I'm like, I just, I can't do it. I I don't know if I could live in my city with a, uh, knowing that I had a Packers jersey on. I'm like, maybe take put a call up to the CFL, see uh, see what's going on. Oh seven. Lo and behold, I was up in the CFL. That's how you ended up in Canada. You turned yeah, out that the Packers. It was, it, yeah, it was that was the that was the last opportunity that I had, and I'm I'm very grateful. It just didn't. It wasn't just the whole going to the Packers thing and my name on the back of a jersey. It was just, it was opportunity. And I was looking for something else. I just knew that my career was, was I was maybe headed towards the end and I wanted an opportunity to play. And the game, playing the game was more important to me than all the other stuff. The money, the, all the, all the, that didn't matter to me. All I wanted to do was play because I knew that at some point it was going to be over. And and having those conversations uh, with uh, Jim Pop, who was the GM and head coach up in in Montreal, that gave me a better opportunity to play. Montreal, such a good town compared dude, to Green Bay. It was who we kidding? Molly, Molly, it is the cool. If you have never been to a CFL game, you have to go to Montreal. I mean, they walk up and down the aisle and pour shots in your mouth for like eight bucks. It is the, <laughs> it is the, my mom was freaking out. She's like, I've never seen anything like this. I'm like, mom, they get lit at these games, man. It was so, it's so oh, much fun. Hilarious. Did you ever go to a Canadians game while you were there? No, been to I one. did I have, I went to one this year. I yeah. saw a guy, what was the kid's name? Bedard. Bedard. Yeah. I saw his first game in Canada. Mm-hmm. My daughter goes to school in Montreal at McGill. At McGill, that, yeah, yes. no, that's where we. That's that's the home stadium right yes. there, man. Right there, that, yeah. that place is Loonies and Toonies, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> Loonies right. and Toonies. They're money. It's yeah, a great town, you, and I've you, had tons of fun up there. It's been so much fun visiting it, and then her graduation will be my next trip. So hey, really, looking Molly, forward to that hey one. Molly, you can't you can't go to a gentleman's club with Loonies and Toonies, man. You know that, right? <laughs> I can't go to a gentleman's <laughs> club when I'm with my kids and my wife, buddy. <laughs> Let's oh, be honest. Not. Oh, no, definitely. Not. That's why he wears a wig. <laughs> <laughs> You're something else. Thanks, Jared. Jared, thanks a ton. Hey, love you guys, man. I'll talk to you soon. That's our guy, Jared Payton. <laughs> no, I'm not wearing a wig. I'm just saying. Yeah. You brought it up. No, but you put me. You brought it up. I, I am about as wholesome a man as I, you're going to meet. That's a different part of the conversation. Yes, the, I'm a former seminary. Yes, we get that. And so <laughs> the other part of it, though, the wig part, might be fun to explore at some point. I'll tell you what, I will do my break for the parking garage tomorrow if you bring your wig in. We should do that. We should We should go. We should get on the air and do a race to the lot and see if you can do it in four and a half I minutes. I can do it, I think. And see how long I, I take do. versus your four and a half minutes. I think that we should do that probably earlier in the show because I, right now it would be difficult because of elevator traffic. 
it's oh like my God, in, it's much worse it's, now. It's no like question. expressway traffic. Okay. Between 5.30 and 7 is the ideal time to try that because elevator traffic is, is more predictable. Right now, it'd be like, yeah. oh, God, 7, one, oh God, one, 5. One passenger in the elevator pressing a button where a stop would occur would blow the whole thing. It would blow the whole thing. I could do it in four and a half minutes okay. if I'm able to do it in that if window of time. If we're going to race, I'm going to hire about six people. To hit different <laughs> well, buttons, but on the it. whole context was: if I forgot my phone in the car, could I How get long? back and forth yeah. in four and a half minutes? Right, and I could. That's what you claim. I could. Right. Not claim. I could do. Okay, we'll find out. <laughs> Molly and Haw, three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven at Chicago Sports Radio six seven to the score. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest five G network, from big cities to small towns including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You're going to hit 40 for me this year? If I'm healthy, more than that. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 the score. Mm. That is Eloy Jimenez talking to uh, AJ Pierzynski on his podcast. Love AJ. We should get AJ we to should talk get AJ. about. Yeah, we should get him to talk, talk about, about anything. Well, the team yeah. and the stadium. Perfect. The future, Chris the Getz. Future, we need Mr. Kitts. AJ is definitely well versed in a lot of different topics. Be great guest. We should yeah. get him. Did Eloy Jimenez just predict he was going to hit more than forty he home said runs? If he stays healthy, more than forty. Okay, that's bold. Well, that that appeals to you <laughs> more so than like Kevin and Pelletta. Yeah, well, I I think that. <laughs> I probably was that bold a year ago on Eloy Jimenez. I might have said a similar thing. If he stays healthy, he could hit more than 40 home runs. Last year did a lot to puncture my or maybe affect my faith in Eloy Jimenez moving forward. He's got to stay healthy. That's the biggest question. I just am more skeptical of that than anything. But that's good. You want him to be confident. I'm surprised he's still with the White Sox. Mm-hmm. I thought they would be – did you think there was a market out there for him? Well, I thought they would create one. I thought they would be one of those guys you looked at as being able to trade, and maybe he'll be somebody you, you've tried to get rid of before the deadline, only because he's been you know, somewhat disappointing and because of the lack of durability or availability. 
But he's still here. He's still happy. And let's hope he's still hitting home runs. Interesting. All right, speaking of baseball, I know we want to get to some other things here, but speaking of baseball, want to, for people who might have missed it, Reese Hoskins signed with the Brewers. With the Brewers. (laughs) With the Brewers. Not with the Cubs. Cubs miss out. Brewers go two years, $35 million, pillow contract, $34 million. I think it's got an opt-out. Maybe it's a commitment of 17 this year. Reese Hoskins plugs in there at first base. They could use him in a lot of ways. The Brewers spending big is not something you see a lot. And I know it's only only a $34 million investment, Molly, but it is a high salary for a free agent that they typically stay away from. They um, they probably saved some money on the manager. <laughs> oh, look at you. Look Set you up there. You with the wise comments. Set you up there. Yeah, they did. I mean, if they can't afford Craig Council, maybe they could afford a first baseman. So we'll get into this as the week goes on, but I want to talk briefly about the championship games. Okay. Because someone told me that they had changed their opinion. They never really expressed what their opinion was, and we won't really make our opinions known until Friday. I said that off the air. You did, though, say something had changed. Yeah. And I'm just curious. And, and I yeah, again, you don't have to reveal exactly what has changed. I'll give you a tease. But give us a tease. Listeners, that's a tease. Yes. So the more I kept looking or keep looking at this this Ravens Chiefs game. Very interesting. I love everything about Lamar Jackson, and I think it's fascinating to me the case study that would all the think pieces about whether or not you can win with a quarterback like Lamar Jackson, a running quarterback. And I love the idea of John Harbaugh. You know, I love the Harbaugh's, and, and I think him getting to the Super Bowl is great. And they're playing at home for the first time in ni- since 1971 in AFC Championship game. But then, you know, you kind of watch back things and you start to think about things. And, you know, Patrick Mahomes, and maybe it was something yesterday when we talked about, was it Mike Florio said something to the effect of, we're watching history. And people that remembered watching Jordan, they felt fortunate to be in the midst of watching history. We're in being in the midst of greatness. And do you realize what you're seeing when you're seeing it? And with Patrick Mahomes, I just think what we're seeing is extraordinary. And what he's able to do, regardless of who he's throwing to, regardless of who's blocking for him, regardless of who's calling plays for him. Yeah, I agree. I think that Patrick Mahomes, I find very difficult to pick against with the stakes this high. Yeah, he, he's one cool customer. He's also a very competitive player. Jordan was going to win. I think that Pat Riley said that a couple years in, that Jordan was going to win the title for as long as he wanted. And, and, and I think that was true. And, and, I, and, and I think that's true, too. And, and then, is it true about well, Patrick? That, that's Can what you gives do me that pause. in the NFL? That well, is a very interesting he, idea. He's so... I mean, we take for granted how competitive he is. And wasn't there, yes. isn't there a video surfacing, floating around about how he, uh, what he was saying about uh, beating the Bills and being on the road for the first time yeah. and, and all of the things? Yeah. And that maybe reinforced this notion that, boy, that's the wrong team to pick against. Here's what he, it sounds like Patrick Mahomes, a competitor. Hey, real quick, real quick, real quick. Hey, hey, hey. hey. They asked for it. Yeah. And they got what they asked for. Uh, hey, but he said it. This shit ain't done. No, uh, we come back next week, uh, ready to go. And turn it up a notch. Chiefs on three, one, two, three. Jeez. 
I wonder, I, I wonder what those words were that were bleeped out. I love that I stuff. Quite catch I it. love that stuff. So the football kind of meatball fan hears that and you see that and you're understanding everything that's going on here. And so I'm Team Ravens all season long because I felt like they were the best team, the most mm-hmm. complete team. And boy, do I love it. They 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 appeal to my football sensibilities. But Patrick Mahomes is on the other wouldn't side. You, wouldn't you have liked to have shown that to Ryan Pace before he traded up for Mitch? <laughs> If only you had that uh, tape Could we back in the day. interrupt the McMahon party of five in the oh, back of the restaurant? Uh, oh, whoever's in driving the Toyota Corolla. Yeah, that's or right. Or the Camry. That's exactly right. Uh, we want to show you a video. Oh, my God. That would be awesome. So, so, so we'll get into it more in the next couple of days. Okay. But I'm, I'm definitely rethinking my AFC pick because I don't know if I want to be one of those people that doubts Patrick Mahomes. So we had a fairly strong reaction to Jarrett Payton saying um, on the NFC side of the tournament that he kind of hoped the Packers were heading to Detroit this week because they're the two teams in the division. Uh, Someone immediately texted in blasphemy, and then somebody texted, he's exactly right because you want to stop pretending like the Bears were good and show them what good is. And if those teams were there, we'd have a different opinion of it. Dustin, when he said that, you made a face, man. You made like a you had just had some sour milk, some something off. You made a face about the idea of hoping for the Packers. You made a, fla- was a he, face. Was he sweating mayonnaise? I, he may have texted in blasphemy. Yeah, I think he did. It was my best interpretation of uh, the Jay Cutler bitter beer face. <laughs> now, if Jared's point was that he was hoping that a Packers-Lions-NFC title game would ultimately push the McCaskies and Kevin Warren to the brink of, like, no stone unturned, absolutely every second of every day our focus is on. You know know how Michigan talks about how, like, during the week when they play Ohio State, you're not, like, Mm -hmm. allowed to use, like, I think the letter S – in anything or, you know, like every second of every day, Michigan football is preparing for the next time they take on Ohio state. If that's the reason for wanting that, then I can get on board with that, but not just because I'm fine. I can get on board with Detroit, but there is no good bear fan out there that can want the Packers playing this late in the NFL season. No good bear fan. In my opinion, Eh, I, I respect your opinion. Well, but I know that the I know if that was his point. Then I'm on board, and that I, may I, very yeah, well have been his point. I think that's kind of his point, though. Yeah, when you see your two rivals in the division that you want to take and win and conquer, then it should motivate you even more so. Then it shouldn't. You now you should be doing your job anyway, and you should be chasing you know greatness and all those things. But if you see the Packers playing the Lions in the NFC Championship game. That that definitely leaves more, a more indelible mark. I could I, I get that. I get I get. What I mean, I'm saying. almost pulling for the 49ers, who I also have no love loss for as a Bears fan, right? The, because the, you hate Detroit. No, because the the 49ers right around the 85 Bears. You, you know, Joe Montana and the Pretty Boys, the wine drinkers and cheese eaters from San Francisco came to Soldier Field. Okay, yeah. bear weather. That was 40 it was years ago. Yeah. That doesn't mean I have to like the 49ers. Yeah. 
Oh, goodness. They had plenty of the success. Wizard. They've had plenty of success. Let's shove it up the white-haired wizard. So, wait, are you rooting for the 49ers and I'm all the wine drinkers I'm leaning 49ers because or? they ended the Packers season. That's more important to me than the, the fun story of the Lions the right Lions now. Lions getting to a Super Bowl. Hmm. Why do you hate poetry? Why do you hate things that are great sports stories? Like, the Lions getting to the Super Bowl – is poetic. Oh, it is. Beautiful. It's a good story. Dramatic. Yeah. It's everything that you want in a sports story, a season, a tale, all those things. Or you could just say it's about damn time. Oh, you could say that too. What about the story of? Uh, it's real romantic. Of a, of a young gentleman that uh, somehow is taken with the last pick of the draft and winds up in the Super Bowl leading his team. To I'm play. surprised at myself that I am. You're, you're more I, into the Lions story. I'm more than, into the Lions than I am to the Brock Purdy narrative. And I was so into Mr. Irrelevant last year. Yeah, you were unbelievable. And now I'm like, you got to prove it. Because you, you believed they could win with him, and when he went, and then they came back and they I, won with I'm him. I'm a little bit shaky after the and last outing. Yeah, I got to tell you, I'm going into this this uh, this weekend. That I I can't discuss this. I asked Mike Florio about it because I kind of believe it. If the 49ers lose to the Lions and Brock Pur- Purdy is part of the reason, I think if you are John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, you're prepared to move on. They were apparently prepared That's to move I mean. on with Tom Brady. That's right? not a big leap for them to make. No. So I wouldn't be surprised if Purdy is has a three-interception game and the Lions are celebrating and they're biting off all the kneecaps and sell, going on to the Super Bowl that the 49ers reevaluate the quarterback position going into the offseason. Wow. Kirk Cousins is available. Kirk Cousins is would be I, I mean when you start talking about free agents yes and you start putting together the list of guys thank you that's a very that's that so, is definitely a top 5 top 3 type of guy that's all I'm on saying the market. there's no doubt because about that's it. why I, I think Brock he's Purdy getting, he's getting treatment for it. <laughs> yes well, let's we not could, get into that we could talk about that later it. this week we too to, yeah all I'm saying is that if this this game goes the way the Lions want it to given the free agent realities, given what the 49ers are not afraid to do, and that's to shake things up, Kirk Cousins in San Francisco is going to be an off-season topic of conversation. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure, is Chris Jones, are they going to give him another tag? He's already on the franchise tag. In Kansas City? I'm saying that's probably the top free agent. If you could get that guy, that guy's a great player and he can turn your line around, et cetera. After that, I don't know. Maybe Kirk checks in there. Maybe uh, where's Jalen Johnson? Is he in the top ten? Um, Jalen Johnson, the Bears quarterback. Yeah, he's going nowhere. Oh, I know. He's not going I, anywhere. I've been told. I'm he's not going anywhere. Brian Poole said so. Where would he be among? You know, the best free agents the, available. Yeah, the T top Higgins, five. the T Higgins of the world. He's better. He. I'd want Jalen Johnson before right. T Higgins. T Higgins. With due respect, it goes back to our other conversation. Why is T. Higgins going to make a lot of money this offseason? Because teams are desperate for improvement. Because Joe Burrow was his quarterback. Well, he's he's a good player. He's had good seasons, and, and people need that position, a wide receiver. You know who's available is Brian Burns. 
I don't know what they're going to do in Carolina, but I don't know how Dan Morgan fears about, feels about him. Yeah. Wasn't he ahead when you have, when you of have a, DJ Moore when the Bears were going to yes, make that yes, trade? Yes, but when you have a defensive player as your general manager and it's the first time GM, he's keeping, he's keeping the defensive okay. assets. That's fair. I think he's going to keep that guy yeah. in All Carolina. Right. Okay. I'm just asking. I'm just – I'm fantasizing about how to get better in a hurry. Long off season. Hiring Ron Rivera in Green yeah. would be Now, that way. would make me bitter beer, beer face. That would yeah. make me look like even, Dustin. Even Yeah, Dustin. I'm with you, you on that one, Dustin. What? Right. I, you, you, we I, can't I, have that I would that feel happen. your pain. Interview I, I'd want to hug you. you before you let that happen. <laughs> All right. We got uh, – it's a Layla Wednesday, and we've got Dan and Lawrence with her, and we'll talk to them next. Molly and Hall on the score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.